What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, October 21st, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, House Democrats' hard money advantage. Number two, more folks weighing in on the debt limit. And number three, a look around the campaign ad landscape. All right, Jake, let's get to it. We have been talking a ton this week on, uh, and honestly, for the past couple weeks, about how House Republicans have really won on the super PAC front, just kind of hoovering up money across the country everywhere they go and Democrats not being able to keep up. But uh, our very own Max Cohn has a item leading Punchable News AM that with 18 days until Election Day, there is one area for Democrats in the House uh, where they seem to be having a strategic advantage. And that comes with their hard dollars, the campaign on the campaign front. Yeah, that's right. Uh, This is important because uh, I I actually heard this a lot when I was on the campaign trail with Kevin McCarthy, uh, whatever it was last week. The the pitch is always like the pitch from McCarthy and other congressional leaders. Pelosi as well uh, is Nancy Pelosi. That is um, is uh, give to candidates because they could buy airtime the cheapest they can. Candidates can buy. TV airtime at a cheaper rate than than committees and PACs than anybody else. So uh, what we've seen around the country in some of the most, um, and we were talking about this when, when Max was writing the item, how do you quantify this, right? And he took some of the most competitive races in America, and the cash advantage is just stunning. Alyssa Slotkin has $3.68 million more than Tom Barrett, her Democratic opponent, her Republican opponent. Elaine Luria, one of the most competitive races in the country down in Virginia, in Norfolk and Virginia Beach, has t- almost $2.6 million more than Jen Kiggins. Angie Craig in uh, uh, the the outskirts of Minneapolis has $2.5 million more than Tyler Kistner, who McCarthy was just out fundraising for. McCarthy was also just in, in, in Kiggins' district this week. Kim Schreier has $1.89 million more than Matt Larkin. That's in, in Washington. Tom Malinowski has $1.63 million more than Tom Keene, who is uh, seen as as competitive, uh, very competitive against Malinowski. And Chris Pappas has $1.61 million more than Caroline Levitt, uh, who got through a tough primary uh, in New Hampshire. Now, the super PACs are still damn influential here, and they have a lot of money, so the cheaper rate doesn't always it doesn't always it's not always operative but that said this is just a huge advantage absolutely super interesting look as we get to this home stretch and it'll be interesting to see how much money those uh those those hard dollar you know democrats are spending right there's only so much you can do here in the in the last 18 days very interesting to watch also uh some behind the scenes um kind of uh, belly aching uh, in recent days. Frontline Democrats have been privately complaining to each other and leadership about members who aren't in tough races and haven't met their DCCC requirements. Uh, this has been a problem for Democrats this entire cycle. It always is a pain, uh, but really we've seen that 
really facing Democrats facing that more so this cycle than in, in previous cycles. Some lawmakers now, Jake, are even discussing not supporting colleagues in leadership or committee races later this year if they didn't contribute to the campaign arm. What say you? I, I, I mean, it, yes. I mean, it's ridiculous that Democrats, I mean, Democrats have two big problems, which we just discussed time and time again. They can't get their members to pay dues like Republicans do, number one. And their super PAC is getting just shellacked by um, by the Republican super PACs. Those are the two big issues Republican fa- uh, Democrats face, long-term issues. These aren't issues now. Like, I know Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi is like, is... Um, uh, trying hard to uh, get people to pay dues. She's offering to match it. Steny Hoyer has done something similar, but it, it's not too late. I don't want to say it's too late, but like whether they win or lose this cycle, they got to figure this stuff out because it's it's just, it completely hampers them. Both of those issues, number the dues and the super PAC getting just trounced by Republicans. All right, let's uh, move on to the number two story of the morning. I'll look at more uh, folks weighing in on the debt limit. Uh, You spoke with Kevin McCarthy last week about how it could be challenging for uh, Republicans to 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 raise the debt limit uh, next year and, and how there might be some negotiations over that. But now we have a group of prominent House Democrats led by Representative Brendan Boyle, the Democrat from Pennsylvania, who want party leaders to take action on legislation to, quote unquote, permanently undo the threat posed by the debt limit during the upcoming lame duck session. I have a hard time seeing that happen, but interesting to see uh, Democrats getting on board early uh, with the fact that, you know, they not only want to kind of raise the debt limit, they want to get rid of it. Yeah, this has been this is the most recent in a kind of a long uh, string of people saying they want to get rid of the debt limit. Um, They see it as antiquated. Right. I mean, Boyle is is. Uh, a very boils obviously close to the White House, close to Joe Biden. Uh, anybody who's ever lived in Pennsylvania and Delaware seems close to Joe Biden. Um, this is just the most recent example of people calling to get rid of the debt limit. Now, there's two general options. Brez tells me there's more, but I I only know of two, and I'm sure there are more. I only know of two big options to get rid of the debt limit. Number one, get rid of it. I mean, just say we're getting we're getting rid of it. Number two, have the Treasury Secretary raise it unilaterally. But the challenge is he needs 60 votes. And I understand why people want to get rid of it. I also understand why people want to keep it. It's seen as a kind of a pressure valve, uh, a, a check on Congress accruing massive amounts of debt. The debt, but the, I would argue the debt limit hasn't stopped Congress. Yeah, right. from I, I don't know. Mass- it's, it's maybe like, uh, the caution sign as they blow past it. Yeah. I mean, Congress hasn't really, um, hasn't really, uh, this hasn't really uh, helped in any way, shape, or form. But all that being said, um, if you, I get it. This would stop the brinksmanship, right? This would completely stop it. So, um, anyhow, I find this to be fascinating. I don't think it's going to happen, though. You need sixty votes, and um, I've been saying for months to anybody who will listen that Congress should take care of the debt limit in the lame duck, and. Everybody keeps telling me that it's not going to happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I think it's obviously a uh, it would be smart for Congress to think about that. 
All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. A look around the campaign ad landscape uh, and fundraising. Pretty interesting uh, a couple of things here in this item this morning. Liberal groups, Priorities USA and Black Progressive Action Coalition are launching a 900,000 digital ad campaign in Pennsylvania to motivate black voters to turn out for John Fetterman in that very competitive Senate race. Also thought it was very interesting that Oracle CEO Larry Ellison putting $10 million into Opportunity Matters Fund, a super PAC that supports Senator Tim Scott. Scott, of course, is the Republican from South Carolina and seen as a possible 2024 presidential candidate or VP nominee. Let's say this. Tim Scott's up for up for reelection this cycle, like now in, in 19 days or whatever. Um he doesn't need $10 million. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I mean, I don't think I've seen a poll. I'm not even sure the Democratic nominee uh, opponent is, to be honest with you. Tim Scott's going to win in a walk. So Larry Ellison, a uh, very rich person, is not putting money into the super PAC to help Tim Scott in South Carolina for his Senate race. Let's just put it that way. There you go. Certainly something to watch. All right. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you have a great weekend. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.